0: Though we had to take some liberties with plot points and specific phrases, we believe this podcast English dub is faithful to the Japanese original. We're talking Spirited Away on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kidflix the podcast where we try to definitively rank every kids movie ever made. I'm your host Ross Wiseman and just FYI this show is not for kids. So turn this off and go eat a mysterious buffet that you probably shouldn't be eating. Guys, it's plain and simple. If you if you're, if, you're caught, if you try to take a shortcut and then you smell food and nothing else is around, just keep walking. Just go go to your new blue home. Boy, that was a good one. Okay, anyway. So that was a great segue. Thank you. I bet you heard a voice and you're like, who's that? Who's that devil? Anyway, I'll just, I'll introduce him so we can talk about fun stuff. So he is a, he's a good friend of mine. If you're from the Philadelphia area, he is, uh, he won a Cappy for his portrayal <laughs> of, um, what was the character's name?
1: It doesn't matter. Benny Sal
0: Street. <laughs> In Guys and Dolls at Plymouth White Marsh High School, he is also going to be in the credits of season four of BoJack Horseman. Yeah, he gave me a thumbs up. Wanted to double check that.
1: <laughs> September 8th.
0: September 8th. So please welcome Josh McMaster. It's great to be here. It's great to have you, Josh.
1: Fun fact, Angel and I are working together. That's right, edit you that out. I don't want people to know where I work.
0: Okay. Boom. Already did one edit to the podcast, but... <laughs> It's great to have you. Josh, you were actually, I think you were maybe the second or third person that I texted about being on this show when I first started doing the pre-production for it. And it's kind of nice to kind of come full circle and finally have you on.
1: Totally. It's taken way too long to actually like get this together, but I'm really glad that I can finally sit down and do it.
0: We're we're not around a lot. We're busy people. That's true. Hustling. Yeah. Well, you were just in uh, LA. Yes, I I was. was also in LA. You recommended a very fun little coffee shop priscilla's that's a plug yeah i hope we get a cut from priscilla's for this priscilla's we know how much <laughs> money you're making with your whole bean <laughs> coffee sales yeah i
1: thought that was cool they're making plenty of money right ex- there's the plug right next to the warner brothers lot if you're in
0: los angeles go visit priscilla's it's, it's, a great it's, little spot. it's a it's a half mile walk i walked from priscilla's to the warner brothers tour oh that's like nothing very disappointed though because uh when i went on the tour uh the gilmore girls set was closed because oh, i think they were no. filming i bet they were filming like riverdale or pretty little liars because i know both those shows film there oh yeah yeah with the
1: whole the little town mm-hmm. with yeah. the with yep. the
0: white um gazebo
1: oh yeah i did get to go on that that was pretty
0: cool anyway. <sighs> <laughs> whatever we drove past it and then uh, they made a big deal of who wanted to, to take a photo op at the la la land uh i was about to say did you do the la la land cafe i did i still haven't seen la la land
1: oh well why didn't you watch it before you went out
0: okay i was planning on it Mm -hmm. but then i just did not like my my idea i thought okay maybe i'll like rent it on itunes and then bring it on the plane Uh huh. and then i just didn't it does kind of set it up to make it feel like a like like to
1: make la feel really magical
0: i mean it, (laughs) it did feel pretty magical
1: it was it was uh the A city of stars, if you will.
0: Oh my gosh. You'd think New York doesn't sleep? Wait till you get to LA. (laughs) Actually, LA seems like it fell asleep pretty soundly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. It's all, um, nothing's tall. Like, that's, that was one of the coolest things is like you can drive on the highway and see all the way, like, to the ocean. And coming home, like, I stayed right next to Burbank and my friend lived in, um, Oh my god why can't i remember culver city nope not quite other side of glendale the glendale wow okay cool i was just gonna keep <laughs> listing cities that i could think of no actually glendale and then i would always go over to your house and end up coming home at night so you drive on the highway and see like um i think it was the san fernando valley from the highway it's like beautiful A yeah st- absolutely stunning view yeah and, well i like, went New i went York, to the can't quite get that i
0: went to the getty and like there's that beautiful view mm-hmm. of the valley i never did get to the getty actually or the observatory Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, Josh, um, for a semester abroad, and also when I was there mm. for a couple days, we both stayed at the apartments that the Netflix show Love is set in.
1: Yeah, fun. actually, fun little anecdote. Ooh. Um, my classmates, so a bunch of us had come from the, the program that my university was uh, having us live at those apartments. Um, we came back from somewhere as like a class, and they were filming Love while we were there, and we came back from, I don't remember where we were, but three, me and, and two of my friends were standing um, on one of the balconies in the, uh, one of the apartment buildings, and watched our other classmate walk straight onto the set without doing anything, and stood there until he talked to the line producer, just, or no, it was, it was, it was the assistant, assistant director. Either way, he, like, talked to, like the, the, pretty much the best person you could talk to if you're trying to like work yeah. on the production and he just literally just stood there and we all watched him with our jaws on the floor like wow I wish we had you know thought to do that.
0: I mean production students are nothing but persistent like <sighs> yeah. I mean I've done this I bet you've done this everybody that we know is just like we'll wait outside of like a theater for an hour or so or just like stand off on the sides d- during a production and just be like i wonder if like they're gonna come over here <laughs> <laughs> totally actually I w- 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 so when i was in la i saw a show at ucb and paul rust uh was performing mm-hmm. and uh it was fantastic i was in the front row and i was shaking a little bit because it was like <laughs> all these uh like comedy bang bang mm-hmm. just comedy people in general were there uh the guy that plays randy on uh love uh, mike mitchell he was there crazy and i actually got to go on stage for a second
1: to do what i I haven't even talked to you about this since you came back
0: it was i like still replayed in my head because it was very bad so um basically so neil campbell um asked me on stage invited me on stage who was he um he was the former head writer of comedy bang bang he also appears on love and a bunch of stuff Mm. and he was saying that the comedy bang bang writers when they're kind of running low on ideas they'll One of them will go into a closet. Everybody will count to seven. And after seven, they have to jump out and just yell an idea of some kind. And I was nervous. I was like, what do you mean by an idea? Like an invention or something? And so they're like, I shrug and just uh, go behind the door at UCB. (laughs) And the entire audience counts to seven. And I panic and jump out (laughs) and go, raisins for dinner. (laughs) And... Uh, they were all like, okay, cool. Thank you. (laughs) And right when I sat down, cause I felt so bad because everybody know, everybody that performs improv, the the whole thing that, uh, food suggestions are the worst. Cause (laughs) it's like, what do you do with food? Besides just, you're like, this is a crab or whatever, Uh you know? But they, they ended up saving it by making it just like about a family that would need to have raisins for dinner. Like, it's just like the dad lost his job and all this stuff. Okay. But Uh, I felt so bad. My friend who came with me made me feel just as bad. Uh, (laughs) Because
1: of the food thing? Yeah. He broke, like, one
0: of the unbreakable rules. And also, apparently, I had a weird face, and then Mike Mitchell, like, made some comment on stage that I didn't quite hear, because I was walking back to my seat. And you're, like, in shame mode? Yeah, I was like, no, Spoon uh. Man! (laughs) He's also gonna be able to now hear this, which is a reason to go, but also terrifying
1: that's true you could always reintroduce yourself as raisins for dinner yeah you could I mean, in any crowd stand up and just be like raisins for dinner he's and gonna be then, like oh fuck it's this guy again um that would be pretty funny actually
0: but yeah i mean other than that la was great yeah <laughs> other than that one moment oh one of the things so awesome. i i uh, i saw one of the last tapings of at mm-hmm. midnight okay. like the comedy central show that just ended um mm-hmm. uh, last week where Two do weeks we film?
1: ago. Where, where do they record it
0: they filmed uh west hollywood i believe i forget the name of the the studio it's the studio that was home to i love lucy for the first couple of seasons okay they mentioned that at the beginning but i was so excited and nervous because like i watched the show for years Mm -hmm. um my hand was shaking so much and like i have a fitbit i checked my fitbit (sighs) uh my pulse was at like 155 which is very high. Like my resting <laughs> is like sixty one. Oh shit. So I like burned a lot of calories from being, nervous. being nervous.
1: So that's that's um
0: some ill advised uh,
1: fitness advice. Just get really nervous all the time and Oh, we'll
0: it works away. for me. <laughs> ha, ha, ha.
1: That's a that's a um sad laugh
0: yeah also these are the most like comedy nerd stories of all times just that's like cool. I, went, I went to the UCB and told a dumb suggestion and then I had a panic attack at, at midnight that's fair I guess for the record I don't know if you want to actually edit
1: this out later but like does the audience need to know that I'm not an improv person so like if I'm not yeah, reacting okay because okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm not reacting enough to these stories because no not.
0: I mean you're you're being very polite and listening to my <laughs> stories when I should it's, be it's I'm the host you know? I should be listening to yours do you have any <laughs> other uh, fond memories of the Angelus, um, as I like to call those it, those
1: angels. Um,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: anything particularly interesting you want to know? Uh, well, you know what?
0: If if is there anything mm, that you can say about working on, uh, Bojack, on Bojack Horseman? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, no spoilers, obviously, because oh, yeah, you signed no an spoilers. NDA. <laughs> yeah, I did sign an NDA.
1: I could, and especially because this is going to reach a lot of people. Like, yeah,
0: over twenty. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: over twenty people. That's 20, 20 chances to break my NDA. Ooh. Um, I don't want to talk about the ending anymore because I sound like a pretentious asshole.
0: I mean, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but I guess, I guess like this is going to sound super like stereotypical, but getting to work with like everyone that I got to work with on the production was, um, just awesome. And I think, uh, one of the, one of the coolest things that I guess anyone who's listening, who would be interested in doing something in Hollywood or something in a creative industry. And everyone's like, Specifically, I can speak to animation, you know, not as much anything else, but um, people make it out to be this, like, hyper-competitive industry, which, yeah, absolutely, it's super competitive, but it it's not as cold as people make it sound. It's not like, um, we would always joke that one of our administrators for the university program was, like, that producer who was like, you're gonna go far in this town, kid! you know i have an idea for you you know come talk to these you know it's not that Mm -hmm. like old-timey caricature producer thing you know it's it's a really cool place with people who want to make really cool things so like specifically working at shadow machine where bojack is um made they also make um jeff and some and trip tank oh yeah Okay. and we'll be making plug um 2018 tbs has uh, an original series coming out called final space um that is was created by a YouTuber named Olin Rogers, who's a really funny guy. Um, getting to even, like, like getting to be in Shadow Machine working on BoJack, but also while they were ramping up and starting production on Final Space. Final Space and BoJack are so different. They're very different shows, even though they're both comedies. Um, like, that was one of the really cool things that I got to do is just kind of see how how it was different between both
0: kinds of shows. So do um, they do they have separate departments for these different shows, or is it kind of, like... Uh, Like, one person is working on both at the same time. No, it's definitely entirely separate
1: teams. So, like, Bojack would be taking up half of Shadow Machine, and Final Space would be, like, the other half of the building. And then a lot of the people I worked with on Bojack once Season 4 wrapped up then moved over to start working on Final Space when they needed, like, other people. Um, But I guess to just finish my point about it being a friendly place, like, I just walked up to people and started asking them questions about what they do, and everyone is excited about what they do, and everyone wants to talk about their jobs like i got to talk to a couple of the storyboard artists for for final space and that's like the thing i was most excited to learn about um and they were just like yeah you know well i do x y and z and you know this is this is what i do and they're super casual about it and it's a really great place to be as long as you're like genuinely into like making cool stuff mm-hmm. you know don't be a dick
0: well i think that's the big thing with internships and I, i've had to this summer and kind oh of... i
1: guess we should specify i was an intern
0: yeah like i wasn't
1: working there Officially, I wasn't being paid.
0: Oh gosh.
1: I was officially working there, and will officially be in the credits. But I was not a paid employee. I was an intern. Well,
0: that's okay. But I. But that's an an important thing that you touch on that I think a lot. That a lot of interns will sometimes uh, fuck up. And you're lot to curse on this, by the way. Sweet. I I broke the proverbial the fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I. There's that whole notion that's like I'm an intern. Like I shouldn't have to get coffee and stuff, and you shouldn't. But at the same time just like being willing to do whatever it's being an intern is kind of like starting in the porn industry (laughs) you you have to be open and willing to do whatever needs to get done to get uh the job finished yes grueling hours
1: and like you having done your crazy amount of internships this summer like Got too. a lot of respect for that, but I mean, two internships a once is like not something to sneeze at, you know. Yeah, yeah, so I like, didn't. Really I shouldn't cool. have done it. <laughs> but still, like, but like, it's true. I guess anyone who's interning now, you know, don't. I someone I read somewhere someone important in the entertainment industry said that like if you're asked to make a cup of coffee, make the best damn cup of coffee you can. Mm-hmm.
0: It's yeah, true, you know. Everyone's got to start somewhere. When I was in London, I I made a couple cups of coffee. I actually. More so in London, I occasionally had to get my boss uh, baked potatoes. Oh, right. You did say that. There's a place around the corner that... so British thing. I was, so I was in London for it, and they have a thing called jacket potatoes, which is just like... It's essentially loaded baked potatoes. And <laughs> if I remember her order correctly, she got uh, like tuna, corn, and extra butter.
1: That sounds... <laughs> Honestly, it didn't look good that sounds revolting she also
0: got it with a seven up and it was like seven pounds oh. i guess which is weirdly high for a baked potato and soda seven pounds
1: oh right i thought you were saying the potato weighed seven pounds i, I was do- like that's I- a huge potato <laughs> I did- what
0: the hell i had to give them a copy of will smith's seven pounds <laughs> thank <laughs> always you always
1: ordered a copy of seven pounds with lunch <laughs> you know um, what i'm already <laughs>
0: getting this food i might as well have a little uh will smith break little f- food from thought <laughs> i
1: have to nourish the whole body
0: anyway speaking of, mind. of right nourishing the body and mind uh spirited away oh right i don't yeah. even think that was really a transition but i'll We're go with about it. the
1: buffet earlier so like that kind of makes sense
0: yeah so if you cut out everything that we just talked about yeah and you just, just connect right buffet over speak of so buffet
1: what was the time code like we'll skip back to like yeah we're at two seconds 16
0: minutes right now
1: okay oh i was going quicker than i thought but yeah well i i said spirited away would be a cool movie um to talk about because um i have a super distinct memory of when i was a kid and um i got it my aunt gave it to me in the mail and i was like watching um i was like watching it and my neighbor who was over comes in and goes ah japanimation huh and I,
0: i've never heard that that's term.
1: that's my that's my memory of the movie the first memory of the movie
0: well your my neighbor's
1: great he's awesome you know so it's not like he was making fun of it but i just have that very vivid memory of mm-hmm. that saying and it's always been a movie that i've really loved and you know it's super highly regarded won best film in i believe it was 2001 uh yes and hayao miyazaki which should be a household name if it's not
0: wait okay how do you pronounce his name soapbox. i feel like i've been mispronouncing it um i've been saying miyazaki yeah, that's how I've
1: always said it. And oh, I thought
0: you said it differently just now.
1: Well if I'm if I'm wrong, then we're wrong together.
0: Good. <laughs> um this Titanic of a podcast.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> sinking ship. Um Well this 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 podcast is about movies that are supposed to be for children and you know having Mizaki be someone that I've looked up to as a filmmaker for a long time because he's a legend, like his whole philosophy about making movies is is um, that he wants to make movies with for children, but he makes them with... He, he keeps in mind what he would want to tell to children, rather than, like... Just something uh, to turn your mind off for yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah, I would say, like, the Emoji Movie.
0: Ooh, Shots Fired. To be fair, I haven't actually seen it. No one has, so... <laughs> but no one wants to because the reviews are horrendous. Um,
1: Some some of my friends were thinking, like, maybe when we get back to school, have a let's watch the Emoji <laughs> Movie and get absolutely hammered party.
0: <laughs> and we can say that because we're both 21.
1: Absolutely. Very legal here. This is all a legal discussion. That's right.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah I, so like... I nearly watched the Emoji Movie for this podcast, but I'm like, I, I can't get somebody to pay money to come see it like in the middle of the day with me it's i I don't know i don't know (laughs) i do think it's i I think it's very pleasant though that that movie is exactly how we all assumed it was gonna be that's fair you know what because we i think some people are like what if it's actually good and it's just a really crappy trailer because we all i think a lot of us thought that Lego movie was going to kind of be dirt because it's, like, right. it's a movie about Legos. That's just product placement. <sighs> right, right. But then this movie literally was just product was placement. Just product placement.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. And what sucks is that, like, like, when I studied in L.A., I got the chance to meet some people from Sony and talk to them about what it was, what it's like working at the studio. And, um... I kind of, like, try to keep in mind that, like, they've got some really cool stuff planned and that they're doing, so... I'm not a spokesperson for Sony. I'm not here to plug them. But like, if if the Emoji movie was a cash grab, then okay, fine. Oh like, sure. Make your make your money and then make something really cool. And I'm hoping that they can follow through with that and then make something really awesome. We'll
0: say one for them, one for you. Sure. It's also very funny to me because the director of the Emoji movie said that like it was a very personal project for him.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know if I buy that. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you know what? benefit of the doubt maybe it was maybe it was like someone was like we should make an emoji movie and then he was like do we really have to do this and then he started working on it and was like wow i'm determined to fully bring to creation and then the emoji he didn't see movie. lego
0: movie or inside <laughs> out <laughs> yeah. or wreck it ralph <laughs> any of them
1: that's that's what that's what they were saying in their reviews was that it's like a soulless inside out
0: mm-hmm. but
1: inside technology like wreck it ralph
0: I will say I did laugh in the trailer when James Corden's high-five character ate the corn that he spit out. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't even think I've wholeheartedly watched any of the trailers. You don't have to. I don't know.
1: If any of the... if I don't know. If anyone from Sony is listening to this, I apologize. <laughs> also, if
0: you're still listening 20 minutes in, God bless you. Yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> seriously. Why,
0: why are you an executive at Sony and you're like, oh, they're talking about a movie that wasn't made by our company tw- should, nearly 20 years ago. We should... <laughs> we should... um, We
1: should put a hashtag emoji movie in it and see if it gets some attention. Ooh, start good tagging, idea. start tagging important people in the post and then maybe they'll listen to it.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. Does, tag, does, does tag Miyazaki, Miyazaki have <laughs> a Twitter account? You read
1: my mind. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He's really, he's old and he's like, re- tried to retire like 10 times and he always goes, ah, I'll just make one more. Well,
0: this, this was one of his, uh, maybe I won't retire movies cause he, he was going to retire before whatever his last movie was mm-hmm. before this. And then he was like, okay yeah because well because before spirited away like throughout um you know his his career in
1: animation started in the 60s and throughout um he'd already had enough enough under his belt to call him one of of the greats before spirited away came out and that's mm-hmm. the one that kind of like broke the international barrier like princess mononoke kiki's delivery service um my neighbor totoro like totoro what have you um like he, he also enough. did
0: Ponyo, right? Yes.
1: Which, uh, Ponyo's not really my favorite. I
0: didn't see that, but I remember you and, you and your sister were going to go see it in theaters, and I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You're like, Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. Definitely.
1: And I'll go see like any of the Ghibli movies, in, mm-hmm. um, which, for reference, Studio Ghibli is um, Hayao Miyazaki's studio. Which which also plug like other movie that I considered bringing up for this podcast was Grave of the Fireflies, which is also a Studio Ghibli movie, but it was directed by um, Isao. I'm probably mispronouncing his name, Isao Takahata, and um, Sound just like as a good. native, <laughs> I'm not not even close to Japanese. Huh? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: Wait, <laughs> yo. you You're telling me this now, Josh McMaster? <laughs> <laughs> um. But let, let's talk about um, right, sure. Yeah, let's talk about uh, this movie, which is Spirited Away, which I forgot for a split second, I was it's... really about to freak out. I was like, "Wait, what? What's the title <laughs> of the movie?" Um, but one thing that I learned uh, while watching, because I will admit, watching I saw this in theaters back when it was originally released with the English dub, mm-hmm. and I know some people already have a problem. Like, oh, they they messed it up by doing it in English. Did you do you like the English dub, or do you watch it with the subtitles?
1: Um, I think I've done both and I most often watch it with the English dub because I really like the English voice actors, like the, the girl who voices Chihiro also voices Lilo. Lilo, I Stitch. know, I, yeah.
0: I was so excited to oh, find that out. It's awesome. And then, also John Ratzenberger, of yes, course.
1: Of course. And then I, I, I'm totally blanking on her name, but the woman who voices Lynn also voices Megara from Hercules and yes as a matter of fact voices susan uh, egan yes 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 she does that and she voices uh rose quartz in steven universe um also
0: the one of the great voice actors of our time uh tara strong yes voices the baby
1: yes yes oh my god That baby. she's great i that love baby tara scared. strong so much yeah but she's tara strong has um a podcast on the nickelodeon animation podcast she has an episode and that's fascinating to hear. The voice actors, like like listening to all the animators and stuff, is really cool. And then you get an entirely different perspective when you hear voice actors. Like Tom Kenny has an episode, and mm-hmm. oh god, Tom Kenny's amazing.
0: He's so great. I, I I've always wanted to do voice work. Like this podcast is kind of a dream come true in that regard because I love. I audio is just such a fun medium, and voice acting just seems great. Like hard, obviously, but still just a dream.
1: It's it's so cool and i think i think you could pull it off
0: oh john <laughs> i didn't prompt him if you if there was a video feed you would not see me uh... he's actually holding up a cue card right now across the table Josh,
1: <laughs> the tell them. But,
0: so well one thing compliment me I, uh,
1: compliment me
0: <laughs> one weird thing i learned about this movie and uh, i i think you can speak more on miyazaki mm-hmm. than i can but at least for spirited away he didn't really have a script he was storyboarding for a while before he wrote a script, which makes sense to me watching this uh, as an mm. adult, because I, I will say, like, visually, it's really beautiful. But also at the same time, I do think that the plot kind of just went all over the place in the middle.
1: The plot kind of rambles a little bit.
0: Like, like, once once they get to the bathhouse and the big... I, I don't remember his name, but I called him Poopy Glob Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, um... That disgusting thing no
1: face the black the no the no no pilot. before
0: no face the 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 thing that gives uh chihiro, oh the river spirit yeah the river that gives her the the vomit yeah and pill. he goes thank you yeah, yeah i like that
1: oh yeah that's great that's a great scene
0: but also at that point i was like oh this movie is two hours because i would because it kind of chihiro kind of gets lost in her mission and i guess mm. that you're supposed to kind of realize feel this kind of passage of time but at the same time like realizing that going back to improv that in a way this movie was kind of improvised
1: it's so i think there's like a couple points to bring up in that regard like um first yeah the plot totally rambles in the middle and i think it's like chihiro settles into her role in the bathhouse and you know starts to to interact with people and i think a lot of it's like because she doesn't know how to get out of her situation just yet so she has no choice but to get comfortable for a little Mm -hmm. bit and then i think there's also an element of like well yubaba steals her name and you know now she's sen and it's like is she gonna ever forget that she's chihiro the fact that she has her real clothes stashed away i think in um in the boiler room yeah yeah so she Cuz um, that's where
0: she keeps her shoes
1: yeah yeah she keeps her shoes in there so it's like to have um to have to have the, the clothes there it's the element of like is she gonna remember that she had a life before the bathhouse like is she gonna remember that her parents are pigs mm-hmm. so but it, it does get a little rambly and i think for, you know, for better or for worse it's cool it's nice to live in that world for a while to get, like get absorbed in in the bathhouse as like a setting um, but yeah, the the river spirit scene is really, really long. And like the no face arc you is know, really long. I,
0: I like nearly gagged during this movie is also super gross at times. Oh, totally. Well, that's, that's, well, no face vomits for yeah. so long. <laughs> he that's vomits the whole 300 pounds. There's a, there's a,
1: there's a conspiracy theory. I'm not sure. And I haven't read done much research on it but there's this like most conspiracy conspiracy theorists yeah exactly um but there's you know it's gone around that the bathhouse is actually a brothel like a metaphorical brothel and um there's some sort of link you know god knows i'm not anywhere proficient with the japanese language but there's like a linguistic link between the name yubaba for the head of the bathhouse and someone who would run um a brothel so it's like
0: What's the name? I'm trying to think of the term for that. Like, it's not a like a mother. Uh, it's not uh, a house mother. Ma- that's, matron. That's a sorority. Maybe a matron.
1: I I think I know what you mean though.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's like it's like there's the whole, um, when when Chihiro has to give up her name and she's just Sen now. Like they're literally taking her identity, taking her name. That's part of it, I think. And then, um, no face's whole thing is greed. And his, he's just like a metaphor for greed, which fits into the bathhouse metaphor really nicely. So it's like, there's a lot, there's a lot of, of imagery there. And I think that kind of ties into the whole rambling plot too, is like getting lost in this world. Like, are you ever going to get your old life back? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you hear,
0: do you hear my impression of no face?
1: (laughs) Which, which, um, which before, after he starts eating people? Um, before. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. I was wondering if I wonder if you're going to do that or like bring me Sen! I want Sen! Well
0: the the I will say the English uh performer uh on on him <laughs> like sounds so weird. It's Bob Bergen, who I'm not really familiar with, but his voice just stands out so much in the yeah. entire thing. He's like,
1: "Hey!" It's super weird, and it's like half the time it's really muffled, like cuz it sounds like It almost sounds like the frog that he eats at the beginning. I feel like he's using his voice. Oh, yeah, the frog is great. I almost feel like he's talking through the frog and the frog is inside his stomach so it sounds muffled. I don't know if I'm making that up or if, like, that's actually what's going on, but it's cool. But, yeah, his voice does stand out a lot.
0: (laughs) um and also he's like i didn't like his body mouth i was like ugh, because i i just yep. ca- i because i'm making eye contact with his mouth mask because i'm not rude it's super weird and when he starts throwing up the fact that like his body melts
1: off of him down the hallway too
0: and then i forgot he ate two people but then they come out and i'm like yep either how how quickly did he eat them and then throw them up or like how slow is his digestive track that's
1: true but like all bets are off because he's a spirit right so mm-hmm. like whatever i guess
0: No, oh, whatever <laughs> Yeah, whatever well, he's just a good spirit he's just he's just a, a f-
1: goopy frog thing. but also
0: chihiro is very good in customer service like she's a natural <laughs> customer
1: service she like comes out of the the whole experience and like works at
0: yeah the sequel she she has her own <laughs> call <and> center.
1: <laughs> calls oh yeah that works yeah, too a, ca- a call center she's like the customer service desk at anything she's a manager of a small um retail
0: store mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Yeah. So how many times have you seen this movie, would you say? Oh,
1: geez. Um, Probably close to 10, 10 plus.
0: Okay. Because I found a... I just, like, found some skeevy website to watch on today. Yeah. It was iran-films.com. And... Iran, like, the country? Or Iran, like, running past tense? Who could... Who could say? Okay. (laughs) I don't know how big this movie is in Iran, but... (laughs) Like there there were like these weird just fade to blacks throughout the entire my entire copy is that Mm. a thing that it because it kind of made it feel like just a long tv show
1: um was it fade to blacks at like at like the end of scenes
0: yeah but i was like why are you fading to black and then it would pop up with just like japanese text like after the fade to black oh i don't know actually I might have been watching like someone taped it when it was on TV at some point.
1: And they like cut around the commercials
0: a little yeah, bit. Which that I appreciate. Yeah, that's Thanks dot films.com. That's my official endorsement <laughs> of that the, <laughs> the of Pirating movies.
1: Um I don't know. I don't I don't think so. And then <laughs> there's a gap in my knowledge. I like it's let's, a fade to fade the black in my knowledge of the movie.
0: Let's yeah. say if Yubaba grabbed the letters off the page of your supernatural working contract. Yeah. What would your name be? um what would you well, want what would you want name, your working name to be
1: my name has four letters so she grabbed Same. three of them so <laughs> say the letters of my name for for viewers at home if you'd like to write my name down for any reason start with a j
0: well here let them get out a pen and paper <laughs> all you right. got it could we play the jeopardy theme for a second doo, doo, all right that's doo. enough actually um, the guy that voiced uh no face he uh was on jeopardy or he hosted like the kids version maybe
1: oh well he clearly didn't win enough money because now he's voicing no face
0: burn or
1: it's greed because no face is all about great full circle
0: <gasps> we well, also voiced two characters he also oh yeah he voiced the frog as well we mm. talked about that yeah so it might though. just be the frog but um
1: yeah who's remind me mean, of the voice actor who plays um haku Haku,
0: that is Jason Marsden. I knew it.
1: He plays all. He's a huge voice actor too. He does a lot of stuff.
0: The only one I recognized was Tack, the
1: (laughs) Nickelodeon. Tack uh, and the Power of Juju. That's it. TBT. Yeah, it was a video game first, I think. It was. Yeah, and I I remember going over some kid's house and watching him playing it when I was a kid, and I was like, "Wow, it'd be nice to have this," and I never got it.
0: That game, even back then, I remember thinking these graphics are pretty bad. Pretty much, it's kind of like. Kinda of like Crash Bandicoot a little
1: bit. Yeah, it's just like all Good polygons. Game. Yeah, all polygons. <laughs> Ooh, bringing it back to animation. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what yeah, were we what were you talking about before? Oh uh, yeah, your, so, so I think it your would be name. it would it would be O. They, Jubaba would probably grab the J and the S, and then it would just be O.
0: I do like that. Yeah. Right. Isn't that one of the characters from the Crudes? I think I it is. I, the I didn't see the Croods either, but I just <laughs> I. Okay, full disclosure, when I get bored, I'll read Wikipedia, like full Wikipedia articles about That's movies, fair. or I'll read like all the trivia on IMDb, and I'm pretty sure I did that for The Croods. <laughs> just
1: out of curiosity.
0: Yeah, yeah. so if you're like, how hard were your two internships? That's what I did a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair, but it's a resume builder. That's true. Can summarize the entire plot of The Croods without having seen the movie itself.
0: Yeah. Check. That's just what we're looking for in an employee. I don't know what about what would my name because i mean i if you're taking two three letters oh, yeah. from my name you don't even have a full name to play with i could have i could, you have, could done have done joshua, joshua and then you've no. would been like shoe
1: yeah that would have worked that's a good but name Sh- doc and shoe from avatar last airbender no have you seen that i S- season three the painted lady Good episode. Oof, I Oof. watched it a while ago. Mm. You know how long
0: ago it was? It was when Avatar The Last Airbender was still on Netflix. And then 100 years passed and you discovered... Um... Yeah, and then I woke up and I was like, <laughs> why am I in this ice? know <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Because, <laughs> um, um... I mean, because Jihiro and... What's, what's her name? Lin. Lin. I mean, I guess, like, if you're looking at the English, like, it might be different in Japanese. But the English, yeah. like, they don't really fit together.
1: Yeah, no, totally. It's definitely, again, I'm not a Japanese... Uh... I'll go...
0: My name will be Kwa. Kwa? Q-A. You get that from? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, so I guess what you're saying is, like, you don't need to steal the English letters, you just need to make it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have an A in my last name. Actually, Chihiro doesn't share any letters with Sen at all, as hmm. a matter of fact. I also thought they were calling her Sen for a while, and I was like, what... What did she do? That's a very thin metaphor. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay, Miyazaki, maybe you should have retired if this is the kind of metaphor you're (laughs) giving.
1: What message are you sending to the children? Seriously.
0: Forget your parents. Sin. Boom. You're going to hell. You can't even identify them because they're a bunch of pigs. (laughs) What kind of child are You You can't even tell your parents apart from these pigs. Well, let's talk about more about how terrible she is right after this. Wicka Wicka, Hey, everybody. It's me, DJ Rossi Ross. Well, actually, if I were to have a DJ name, it would be DJ Jewish. That's one of my many uh, name handles on the app GroupMe. Don't add me on GroupMe. Can you add me on GroupMe? doesn't matter. Anyway, you know what I'm going to say. If you like this podcast, please tell your friends. Rate on iTunes. Leave a review. I want to get to the top of those charts. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, and I'm like, come on. I want to be the very best like no one ever was. I don't listen to any Pokemon podcasts. But anyway, I love rambling, but you all hate it probably. So, enough talking about me and being selfish. Back to the show. Ah, uh, ah, uh, we're back. Boom. <laughs> I just realized how creepy that sounds. It sounds like a different podcast. <laughs> it does. You're listening to KidFlix After Dark. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? It sounds
1: like... That um, channel that you accidentally flip to when you stay at a hotel. Yeah. Uh, pay-per-view.
0: <laughs> and your mom goes, turn it off, turn it off, I don't enough time, enough money to pay for this. Oh. Uh. I miss. I haven't stayed in a hotel in a while. Is that like when?
1: It's like when you. It's like those memes about when you were a kid and had the um, keyboard phones, and you
0: accidentally pressed the internet, and you're like, "Oh
1: my god, my <laughs> parents are gonna kill me!"
0: I remember I, I I found out by accident that I had unlimited texting before unlimited texting was really a thing, oh. and I was like, <laughs> then my mom found out and turned it off.
1: <laughs> I don't think you could send enough texts to make yeah. it worth it.
0: You no. Know, but that so then we I would just spend my days bored on the bus playing the trial version of Uno. <laughs> yep. You play one round and it's like just before
1: you win. It's like, oh man, I was just By about the to, I was version. about to type Uno <laughs> <laughs> with the keyboard. Shh <laughs> shh you know. Uh anyway. Yeah. Oh yes, I do know <laughs> the what you're keyboard. Talking about. Yeah. yeah, It took me a second, but I don't remember. Uh do but you yeah. Know what the no, how kind of look- noises you making across your the who is this guy? Why did I invite him? Who is, this
0: guy? Who is this, this guy? Show? Is this some Foley artist doing? <laughs> uh, so yeah, back to I heard there was an audio project going on. He <laughs> just walked out of the room. Um, so Spirited Away. Um, yeah, I I start. So uh, we were talking earlier about um kind of how the middle of the movie dipped, mm-hmm. but I got into a great mood. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, when I I went downstairs and got a Klondike bar, <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. I was like, "This movie is good with a Klondike bar."
1: Definitely a Klondike bar kind of movie.
0: Yeah, after Poopy Glob Man, after he's <laughs> gone and uh, No Face shows up, that's like prime time to get a yeah. sugar-free Klondike bar. Right, that's like because right that's in the all middle. I had in my house.
1: Oh, okay. right, because then, because then, yeah, because then No Face sneaks into the room where River Spirit was and he starts going. Wake up the whole house! I want to eat.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Yep. Oh, it was so weird. Cut. I also could not get a read on No Face because I thought, I thought that he was this gentle soul, and it was like he saw something in Chihiro. No. Nah. No Face is a dick. Because No Face was like, "Here, let me offer you some gold," and she's like, "No thanks," <laughs> and then runs away. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm <laughs> like, "Wow, Chihiro, you suck." are why are you in such a hurry? Your parents are not going anywhere. They're fat <laughs> They're as pigs. Back. She's uh, like. Running away from the truth. That also, that part at the beginning, just seeing her parents, like, before That's they turned into pigs. up. It made me so upset, because, like, I have so many flashbacks, because, like, I used to be- <laughs> I have va- so many
1: flashbacks from when my parents <laughs> turned into pigs. <laughs> Am I right?
0: <laughs> All men are pigs. Um, no, but, I, because I used to be, like, a very, I'm still a relatively unhealthy eater, but, like, now I'm like, oh, I have to eat slower, but I, mm. I, like, have, had a flashback to just, like, being so unhealthy and just, like, grabbing stuff and just keep eating. Oh that was fun i talked about that when we reviewed heavyweights i was like oh this is hmm, (laughs) i've come far
1: oh man that's that's the whole point of the movie really it's a it's a movie about health he has mixed messages because he talks about eating right first of all um
0: thorns that's how you lose weight you just got to pull out the thorn. thorn yeah
1: pull out the thorn then there's also the environment with the river spirit Miyazaki's is a huge advocate for for the environment. Mm-hmm. See his plan for his his thoughts for a ten thousand year forest, which is really cool. Yeah, I think he's starting a nature reserve. But I'm reading um, I'm, they published two books and they the the royal they I guess I don't know I forget who published them. But there's two published books Schemastic. called Scholastic. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> why not? There's two published books of like all of his not all, but, like, a curated essays and speeches and letters that he's written. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and I'm working my way through the first the first volume of that, and he talks about um, his idea for, like, a 10,000-year forest that it would just be, or, like, a 1,000-year forest where they would just plant, they would section off land, basically like a reserve and plant mm-hmm. a bunch of trees there, and they would not touch anything for a 1,000 years in this specific place, and then...
0: This is Pandora. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I was about to start of the Jurassic off. Park theme by accident.
1: <laughs> that's, um well sure why not get your get your movies mixed up on a podcast about movies Way kids movies okay all right never mind boom
0: <laughs> justified i thought jurassic park was a kid's movie i saw it when i was a kid yeah, I, I think I, everyone did i remember not, i don't actually it,
1: think for the record
0: i think most movie. people did have because it's kind of like star wars you're like oh let's watch this as oh a, yeah definitely uh like i remember watching jurassic park i think i was four years old and <laughs> i was watching it with my friend sam and Shout out to Sam if you're listening to this. He's not. Uh, <laughs> so the 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 T-Rex is like chomping away at stuff. And then a giant tooth just like falls and hits mm. the ground. And uh, Sam said, oh, whoa, he lost a teeth. And then I turned to him and I said, he lost a tooth.
1: <laughs> That's how I lost my first friend. <laughs> <laughs> All I want
0: for Christmas is my two front teeth. That's what the dinosaur said.
1: That's a different but Yeah, movie. I was correcting
0: grammar at age four. Wow which is why I'm struggling to get guests for this show <laughs> huh.
1: that's why you're you're running a podcast in your future like yeah clear, so I can clearly. have one on
0: one conversations with people. <laughs>
1: just in case you catch the grammar mistakes. If I made a grammar mistake, would you edit out of the podcast? Or would you just, like, pause it, make a note, be like, just so you know, that was incorrect grammar, but since I didn't want to interrupt my guest in the middle of the podcast.
0: But I'm inter- <laughs> but I'm interrupting the listener's experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as long as I don't clearly. cut off your flow, it's yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. My flow. Um, what were we ta- Oh, we we're talking about the lesson of the movie, right? That's something that we wanted to hit on? Yeah,
0: let's talk about it in a segment we like to call Lesson Learned i've learned my lesson sir so that wait what that's uh from a clockwork orange he's he has his uh eyes pried open and he says i've learned my lesson sir
1: oh man that's not a kid's movie
0: no it's not but anyway (laughs) yeah let's talk about the lesson of spirited away because we were you were uh, hinting at it earlier with like environmentalism Mm -hmm. Uh, not being a pig (laughs) yeah don't be a pig um i I mean environmental is something
1: that like miyazaki works into most of his movies um see princess mononoke which is pretty much directly about the the conflict between civilization and nature um but i think with this one there's there's a lot of um i think it's it's mostly just centered around jihiro and the people that she characters that she she meets um, but her her whole deal is like remembering who she is and staying true to her identity. I think it's also gratitude too. Is from the beginning of the movie, you know, she's moving and she's like, I don't want to move. Our to flowers know. are dying. Yeah, and she's she's like, I, it's it's about gratitude, but I think it's also about resilience because you know chihiro is distinctively and i think this is something cool in the english dub specifically like chihiro is a whiny little bitch for the first majority of the movie and it's like Sh- chihiro shut the fuck i'm glad up. you
0: said up. it because i was like i know josh loves this movie so i don't want to like shit oh no that's, shit on that's, chihiro. Fine.
1: that's fine chihiro chihiro sucks for a lot of the movie big and chihiro sucks. Like, eh, eh, eh. you know <laughs> that's kind of like her overall um, yeah person can i get
0: a job please
1: (laughs) yeah well that's like that's like the beginning of when she starts to change and i think that's cool um and and i like i like that she grows as a character in that way so it's like learning to be resilient learning to stand on your own um and learning to just kind of be able to face situations where you don't really know what's going on with confidence
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: and then and then a lot of it maintaining that confidence like when dealing with ibaba and no face and you know getting a job at the bathhouse trying to figure out where the hell her parents went and deciding who haku is whether he's you know whether he's like evil or not her, her whole being able to stay true to herself and hold on to that confidence allows her to defeat quote air quotes no face you know it, it allows her to maintain her faith in haku after everyone's like yo haku fucking sucks you better not hang out with that guy mm-hmm. like um and even in Um Yubaba's sister, like, and 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 the the child too. I'm blanking on the kid's name, but like the fact that the kid becomes the mouse. Um... Oh,
0: I think that it's just called baby. <laughs> it's called baby. If the the I, baby. on Wikipedia, the name is Oh, it's Bo, Bo the baby. Oh, I don't. Do they ever? I don't think they do, cause uh, cause Yubaba goes, "Where's my baby? Yeah, and Are she you just... under this pile of pillows?" <laughs> Uh, what, what was
1: it like don't scream i'll break your arm
0: oh I uh, got yeah. I wrote crazy. that down I wrote uh uh-huh. play with me or I'll break your arm yeah
1: uh, Germs. yeah charm see gr- that that whole s- sequence is honestly scary like that's a that's nerve-wracking
0: yeah because she's like really i well done because that part she is just she's trying to do so much good she's trying to see mm-hmm. if uh, drag what's his name dragon ha- haku haku i that's the problem with this movie. I couldn't. There were so many just weird words being yeah. thrown at me that I just could not pick up any names. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like whether, like if Haku is dead, if he's good, and then she's trying to get to the other queen. Yeah. It's just, What is. I forget. Um, she just calls her Granny. I forget her actual name. She also. But Chihiro also calls Yubaba Granny at the end.
1: I think, like, there's this whole... Like, with with having both of them as sisters and, like, the fact that they're identical and there's really no way to tell which character is which visually, there's kind of like, oh, well, it's two halves of the same person and you have to see the good well,
0: in and, people. Uh, and Zaniba is ripped yes. in half.
1: Yes. L- literally. Literally see, ripped yeah, in half.
0: Because later she goes, he ripped me in half!
1: <laughs> States <laughs> it point blank. Yeah. So, yeah, and like, like it's it's about confidence confidence in yourself learning how to be resilient in hardships and like maintaining that that uh that that support of your gut instinct about people you know seeing the best in people because you saw the best in haku and in zaniba and in Nubaba, and in bow the baby Bo you, the baby Bo the baby and lynn too even the radish spirit and the and the river spirit too because everyone was like oh no, he smells so bad and the whole bathhouse smells, everyone's going to run away and we're not going to make any money. And then, and Chiro's just like,
0: swallows her disgust. And well, she's disgusting. like, I got like, I'm going to do this because I made a promise and yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Exactly. And, I, and this movie also touches on just being true to your word and just totally uh, like, go, yeah, like you said before, going in wholeheartedly and just taking what's given to you with the best way possible in stride a close close friend was mean what i i could not get a read on lynn for a while because she was like oh you you dope and then she's like sorry i called you a dope here's some breakfast and then uh poopy smell man blob (laughs) man it's so smelly that he ruins their breakfast it doesn't burn up yeah like it like explodes it's like it's like in spongebob just like so smelly or something (laughs) my
1: eyes (laughs) Hi to a player, hi player, how did you do player?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was uh, the did I liked it. <laughs> I think you are really a folio artist. <laughs> I, I thought about it. You should I love foley art. I I yeah. uh, there's this book I used to check out from the library a lot where it's like Muppet Crafts. Oh, and yeah, one duh. of them was, there was a whole chapter about, like, putting on a th- a theater show, mm. and, like, one of the first things is foldy art, which I think is weird for theater, but I mean... Well, if you're working with
1: puppets, you gotta, because yeah. you're not gonna make any noise, which is actually really cool. I didn't... I never thought about that.
0: I think it's weird that we haven't done a Muppet movie on this podcast yet. Oh, yeah. Considering obviously. it's me. Yeah. Considering
1: fu- no one would go with you except me to the Muppets thing at Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think... Leave it to me to bring up Disney World on the podcast. I thought
0: Nathan Enslin ended up coming... This is not important, This (laughs) is not important at all? I could have sworn that one other person at least came with us. Okay. Either way. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, you you of
1: all people, like, gotta do a Muppet movie.
0: Well, because I I like... I have a couple, like, theme months and ideas coming up, so, like, those I'm gonna grab people, but for the most part, I like people to come on with something they're passionate about, because I've, like, I've watched all these movies that I've never seen before, and that's always fun. That's actually pretty rad. That's a great excuse to get yourself to watch movies. Yeah. Like... Speaking of an excuse to make you watch movies, a lot of movies have a certain phrase that will get you, try to get you into the theater, either on the poster itself or in the trailer. So we're going to see if Josh can figure out the one for Spirited Away in a game we like to call Guess the Tagline. Say... <laughs> Guess the tagline. Riveting. So that, yep, that's uh, past <laughs> guest Ruby Wardus, who, when I asked her to come up with a theme song, that's what she came up with. So, guess the tagline. So, Josh, how this works, uh, your knowledge of the movie, your knowledge of Miyazaki as an artist, your knowledge of Disney's promotional materials. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I will say, uh, this this tagline, I don't think it's one that you would think of inherently, but I mean... It does fit to the movie.
1: Yeah, okay. I was thinking, like, don't let your parents eat that food. Trademark.
0: That's like a Disney Channel original movie.
1: <laughs> dog with a blog. It's don't like... let them eat the food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you see the one where he gets kidnapped? The dog? Yeah. Oh, my God. Or napped, I guess.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Is he a dog? No, no he... With a blog, yeah. With a blog. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he's a kid as a dog. Maybe he's, like, a radioactive dog bite... Made him a dog kid. I
0: forget how they explained it. There was definitely an episode where they were like, they brought him into a lab and did experiments, which I guess makes sense.
1: That's really dark for like a
0: really bark, boom. Should we so, end the podcast there? Yeah, yeah. That's that's our <laughs> rosebud. That's and just that's the a end. Wrap. Uh, but anyway, so the tagline for this film. So I, I'll give you another hint. It uh-huh. you could say that it's that it's another moral, mm. another lesson that we didn't necessarily mm. touch on. But it's kind of a universal truth.
1: Interesting, that we didn't touch on. Not really, no. Wow. Uh. Fascinating. I really have all I can remember. I'm like trying to like picture the DVD cover in my in my head.
0: I will say I had to. I was looking through Google Images because I like to find the taglines that way, and yeah. I had to go through like, like a a couple different photos before I saw it. Because I mean, a lot of them were just like from visionary miyazaki right and then
1: it's like oscar winner 2001 best animated film mm-hmm. and then
0: big text john ratzenberger
1: <laughs> yeah and then an even bigger text with a foreword by john
0: Lasseter, because it's like america doesn't know you this movie was missing a113 <laughs> that's
1: so that's why it only gets a 20 percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> um i distinctly watched this movie for the a113 reference <laughs>
0: where's I... the pizza a truck <laughs> um th- i thought there was bouncing ball in this movie the <laughs> At, well, the uh they do include uh the sound effect of luxo jr jumping what what okay so the scene the scene where uh chihiro no face are walking to the oh oh which... the lamp on the road yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So wow, that dumb joke turned into actual fact. Right.
1: No. That that's actually a really cool scene. It's really pretty. That that whole thing when like they they go on the train in the ocean is beautiful. And, and I like, love when she
0: uh, says, "You sit here." It's yeah. A no face. And he's like, oh. "Yeah,
1: yeah." When when he's like a shell of his former self, like Chihiro Just I don't know. That's that's the whole. She that tames whole part him. Is really cool. Yeah.
0: But anyway, uh, do you have any idea what the no? Tagline honestly, is? I have no clue. Okay. So the tagline is. Once you meet someone, you never really forget them.
1: Oh, I guess that does make sense. Which, I thought that ties into, like, be true to yourself, be true to who you are, because he's like, your little pink shoe, I remember, my real name is, or no, she goes, your real name is Takuhaku River! And he's like, you did it, Chihiro! He always talks really dramatically. Like, his consonants are
0: really pronounced. Yeah. All the time. That's dubs for you how um like well that w- that part was definitely another a big sign to me that this movie uh like was kind of written after the storyboard cuz like it was like a lazy kohaku river <laughs> okay i think we'll land the podcast but yeah cuz i mean cuz there was never there was never any reference to my that i could remember throughout the movie of uh chihiro mm. on that river losing her shoe it was very much like and she'd seen water plenty of times yeah she was dunked in water several times and that nev- never happened. Well, there's
1: those like weird cutaways where it's like all of a sudden she's just underwater and all the audio cuts out and there's like that,
0: because
1: the bubbles. Yeah. And then everyone's like, what? And then it goes back to everything else. And he else.
0: goes, thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is also a really beautiful shot. But um, like, yeah, that's, that's what's kind of weird. There's not much like, there's not much set up for that whole part of the movie
0: yeah which i mean again it's fi- like it's a kid's movie which is a dumb excuse but at the same time like mm. if a plot point just kind of happens it's not the end of the world because I, right. I mean i i saw this uh in theaters with my family and like my parents liked it we all liked it like it, mm. there was never any huge yes. <laughs> issue there it is i'm <laughs> just came in here i mean we're in pennsylvania it's not that far from jersey um but yeah i mean we all kind of enjoyed it like it wasn't nothing i don't think was really that like crazy off that Mm. certain audiences couldn't enjoy it that's true and it's
1: yeah it like it like doesn't take a whole lot away from it but i see what you're saying that's that's part of where it does kind of ramble and i think i think there's a lot of 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 plots of the miyazaki directed movie specifically i think um nausicaa of the valley of the wind is one of his earlier ones and that movie that movie's intensely political also about the environment and it it, there's like there's like a a, 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 in the middle there's a lot where like the main character gets lost and she Mm -hmm. meets this guy who like kind of becomes important but you know not in the you know know? so yeah i'm not surprised and then you brought up ponyo earlier i don't know if it was on or off the mic but like Ponyo, is my least favorite Ghibli Mizaki movie because it's so, ugh, it's like, there. I, I don't even think there was that much conflict other than like, Ponyo, you gotta come back in the water. And then the guy with the, the it's big like, knows, can you let
0: me dry off? Yeah, yeah I was like, I just
1: fucking love ham. Give me a break. Is that what I was in the <laughs> Yeah, Ponyo goes, Ponyo loves ham. Cause, cause... So, like, Ponyo comes in—Ponyo's a
0: goldfish. I would also watch that movie just so I could understand Ponyo loves ham. Oh, no, it's the, the whole—there's nothing to it. is a goldfish. Sorry if this spoils anything for anyone,
1: so spoiler alert. It came out long enough ago. Statute of Limitations is up. Ponyo's a goldfish, magically comes out of the water and decides to become a human, befriends a five-year-old boy named Sosuke. Mind you, they're both five years old, technically. Ponyo—even if Ponyo's older or younger, like, she acts— 5 years old mm-hmm. and then they eat ramen noodles together because Sosuke captures her in a plastic bucket as a goldfish and then she becomes a little girl and then they eat ramen noodles and there's ham and Ponyo's like Ponyo loves ham, Ponyo loves Sosuke and then somehow <laughs> the world gets flooded they meet a group of old people underwater and the old people are like you got to love each other forever and then the movie's over and I'm like there's Whoa. no plot here like their love as five-year-olds, mind you, five-year-olds can hardly, I don't know, what's something that five-year-olds kind of, math? <laughs> they can't even do math, and they're already each other. They can't even do math, other.
0: and they already love each other. How do you know what love is? Also, yeah, how do you know what love is? You're talking yeah. about ham the same way you talk about your
1: friend? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And, like, it's, it's this weird dynamic between, like, Sosuke's mom, Sosuke's dad is like a sailor and and like morse code messages his mom from the boat out in the bay and they're like not together so there's this weird dynamic about like their family life and i remember seeing it and i was like this is visually stunning but like what's going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) and why would i ever want to watch this again
0: you know it's another very political environmental movie Hmm? an inconvenient truth (laughs) i thought you were gonna say fern gully i've never seen it that's okay I saw Avatar, and then everybody's like, "Avatar is basically Ferngully," and I was like, "Yeah." And then my brother was like, "You've never seen Fern Gully. and I was like, "Yeah."
1: So, so all you need to know about Ferngully is that it's about pollution, and Robin Williams is a bat. Oh, look at me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, look, I'm a bat. Let me just fly around and eat a fruit. Oh. Yeah,
1: think about think about like if Genie was a bat with less magical powers and less.
0: Um, they gave him less to improv. Yeah, less cool. Robin, how about you stick to the script? Okay. <laughs> it's not no. your fault <laughs> that's, what that's what he's saying to himself oh, in the yeah. mirror
1: <laughs> that oh my god almost went to that bar in boston fun fact yeah but it was I all didn't... the way at the south of boston when we went so i was like eh,
0: yeah did you go to did away. you go to the cheers bar
1: we went to the the, the yeah that, that's what i mean bar. the
0: one that's like right off the commons
1: yeah we like walked past it
0: yeah my parents walked <laughs> in and then i had never seen cheers at the time so i was like oh yeah
1: well everybody knows your name
0: look i went up to the uh, i'm ross (laughs) well i mean i asked i asked the bartender and i was like what's my name and he's like ha ha and i was like seriously and he said ross Wiseman." i was like what and then he was like no i was just looking at your name tag uh is any of that true i did go to boston (laughs) (laughs) i didn't go to boston (laughs) i wasn't that young i was i that
1: was right that was i was 17 okay so my impression should have included like a voice crack then no, seventeen is a little bit you too old. You knew me. For You're right. I <laughs> knew you. 17. I actually uh, almost made a rail splitter joke earlier.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna. What um... am I, sex maniac? <laughs> These are all That's fun jokes. That's what you should've done when you jumped out. These are all fun of. jokes that only Josh should and I should tell that story. Which one?
1: Um, sex maniac story. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so and Ross then, and then
0: we'll rate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then... All
1: right, Ross and I were in a show in high school together because we're all theater friends, and this um, was Guys and Dolls. A very uh, um. A mentor came in to to teach us about acting. Who runs a theater company, but he's not very good, and he gave Ross some ill advice and 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 wanted Ross to say his line about being a sex maniac way too uh, vigorously. Like he,
0: the way he wanted me to say it was like that the audience wasn't gonna get the joke. Unless I really, like, point it. like, And it was, like, a funny joke to begin with. Like, everyone yeah. thought it was
1: funny before.
0: Or at least, like, everyone got it. Yeah, so, like, we're talking about uh, not being able to go to church or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what do they think I look like? A sex maniac? And I said it basically like that. And the guy was like, good, 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 good. But let's try this <laughs> one way. Let's try this a different way. I want you to really crick your head to the left. Like, you're about to snap your own neck. <laughs> Shoot your hand out so straightly and just go what do you think i am a sex maniac it was it was horrendous i and i i humored him for that rehearsal so we could see how not good it was and he he was like it's great so then right when he left i put it back to normal
1: and then we were just trying to like bite our tongues and not laugh the whole time because it was just you me and angel right
0: yeah yeah and we were just yeah
1: oh boy and we were all just trying not to like lose it
0: yeah I also described ourselves the other day as the three amigos. I just remembered. I was talking about you the other because,
1: day. Is that because Angel is Mexican?
0: No, I'm saying because we're three friends, and it's three amigos is a thing that exists. All right, all right. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> um. Well, Angel this and I is work all together. On a record. Well, Angel. <laughs> oh, we heard. Recorded. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so I've like half considered bringing up to the owners of of the restaurant that we work at that we won a tap dancing award. And, um, then the other half of me, goes, it goes, that's a terrible idea.
0: Like, do you want a bunch of like Italians in conchhock and to be like, oh, <laughs> that face is
1: back. The, the owner would probably be like, don't scuff my floor. He doesn't talk like that. But... Marie,
0: the baguettes, hurry up. <laughs> okay. So anyway, anyway let's, 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 rate the movie. yeah. So spirited away. So for those of you who are not, have not listened to our podcast, we rate, um, movies on four criteria, audience respect, plot, acting, and humor. Uh, so Josh, we'll start with you. So with mm. audience respect, obviously we're looking at kind of like, does this movie pander to the audience being like, Hey, it's a kid's movie so we can be kids and mm. stuff. Mm. Or does it really just treat the viewer like a viewer?
1: No, it definitely treats the viewer like a viewer. Like, a, cause like I said earlier, like his whole deal with movies is like, I'm going to send a message to children rather than like make, um, make uh, what's his face into the poop emoji.
0: Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart nearly voiced that character. <laughs> <It> <laughs> he, he did away.
1: voice... Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> oh. Also, I forgot to mention this is on a scale of uh, 1 to 5 or uh, 0 to 5. I 0 guess, to 5. All right. I would
1: definitely say it's got to be like a 4.5. Definitely. There's, there's a lot of like, I think I guess it kind of ties into the acting a little bit but the Chihiro's voice is very... I don't know if that's, if that's a problem but she's childish to the point of like, I don't know if you're doing this to be relatable Mm -hmm.
0: you know what i mean well i mean she she was i think this was around the time lilo and stitch happened so i think Mm -hmm. that was mainly just her style but also okay that makes sense but also chihiro is like an inherently pretty whiny character oh yeah
1: totally which a lot that like takes away from the movie that much i'm just trying to like find reasons not to give it a perfect score because i don't want to let my um rose colored glasses Mm -hmm. get in the way
0: I mean, but also, hmm. you you like this movie, so that's that, true. That's okay. I'd uh,
1: probably give it a five.
0: You want to give it a five? Then? Yeah, let's give it. Yeah, yeah. You know let's, what? let's give, give it, it a five. five. I'm well. I will. I think still give it uh, more of a four, just because I kind of agree with what you were saying. That like, I mean, it, it, this movie doesn't pander necessarily, but I mean, there are definitely times where uh, I just, as an adult, I was just like, I. Like, you don't have to say all this stuff. You don't have to do all this stuff. Let's mm-hmm. just, like, keep moving along, people. Yeah. Could That's I bring up a more specific example? Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I should have Turn thought of it, but I can't. Uh, what about, what did you think of plot? Um,
1: I think you have a really good point about it kind of dipping in the middle and getting slower. Um, I, think, I think the plot kind of often takes a backseat to... The different individual elements of like the whole story and of, of the world of the bathhouse so yeah the, the middle the the vomit medicine Ugh. from the river spirit uh like like has a lot of how with i the ate story. a
0: bar right after that scene i was like okay i'm ready <laughs> doesn't
1: doesn't even ruin your appetite at all but like i think th- i wonder if you cut out no face the movie would be weaker in terms of character development and like morals, but No Face doesn't terribly affect the plot directly.
0: Cause it, cause it doesn't make um the witch that runs the brothel, or not the uh the <laughs> bathhouse. Right, it doesn't right. make her kind of. Cause you would think that she would be, she would say to Chihiro like, "Hey, you're he's connecting with you. Like you are now like in charge of him, and like mm-hmm. do whatever he wants." Cause like that doesn't. In fact, she says like he's ruining the place she, he's making it dirty like and it's all her fault right yeah exactly which
1: actually supports the whole brothel metaphor in yeah. a big way um, <laughs> but yeah yeah cuz it's 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 like you could remove no face and the it wouldn't change the end plot it's like an important it's an important thing to like develop her confidence in herself we were talking about and earlier her gentleness the can, yeah the fact that she can like deal with this and and see it through but it, it's it's sort of self-contained plot wise yeah and then he just kind of ends up as zeniba's apprentice at the end and it's like okay well i'm just gonna drop you off here and fly back on haku dragon boy so you know it, it's a plot plot gives it definitely like a do you do point five?
0: we do point anything yeah <laughs>
1: Just strictly point five. Yeah, sorry. Only point five. Only half sizes. Nothing more. Nothing. Only half sizes.
0: No, you can go as. Can I get this in a specific? Uh, five
1: point yeah. two five. 25? Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I would say as far as as far as plot goes, I give it like a solid three point seven five.
0: Wow, I'm I'm right with you actually. I gave it. I'm giving it a three point six mm. for nearly the exact same reasons you gave. I think I. I, I just more got just a little bit more bored in the middle because mm. I think this is only the second, maybe third time that I've seen this. Mm. And I, I definitely... But it's interesting that I, I don't have kind of the same kind of nostalgia probably that you have, but I'm mm. glad that we kind of still found this even ground Yeah, uh, totally. with it. Um, what did you think of the voice acting? And for reference for this film, we are specifically talking about the English dub. Uh, but if you can give insight into the original Japanese Uh, voice artist then great if not yeah like if it didn't really like make that much of a difference to you then then i think i I watched it it
1: a couple times and then whenever um (laughs) i think the i think the english voice actors especially actually i wanted to bring this up earlier and i I almost forgot um in that book of letters and um and essays and speeches and stuff that mizaki made he mentions specifically that um there's he addresses like that purism of well the movie's only good when it's in its native language, because that's how it was intended to be made. He's like, well, that's kind of bullshit, because oftentimes there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, nuance and ad- added stuff that you can bring to it in specifically, I think he was talking specifically about the English dub, but in other languages in general, like, there's often, you know, because language can, can give you different stresses and meanings. And, d- and, and different
0: and, uh, languages and cultures have different ways of conveying yeah. the same emotion.
1: So it's like, Miyazaki himself was not a language purist he was like if people like it better in another language like there's there's things that those voice actors bring that my original ones don't Mm -hmm. so i think the english i I really am a fan i think chihiro is great because i couldn't especially since i do watch it now and i kind of have lilo in the back of my head i really think those two characters are great to correlate because they are very similar in a lot of ways they both grow up over the course of their stories and um that's why i think the
0: one voice actor in this played Jumba. I forget which one, but one of oh,
1: yeah. Wait a minute, I'm now. Trying... Oh my god,
0: I couldn't tell you, uh, his name. Um, I'm looking at the different voice actors.
1: Mm, what is he? Are you on IMDb? I I can. Yeah, I now we gotta settle this real real fast.
0: Okay, I'm I'm going. I'm going right now. Mm. <sighs> It's a race. Oh, uh David Ogden Steers. Oh, yeah, and who voiced uh um Kamaji. Really?
1: That I was gonna guess Kamaji, but I didn't think so because it's different enough that I thought
0: Well that I was thrown off by that too, because oh, I was like, wait. they sound very different.
1: Jumba, I was thinking of Gantu. That's why I thought it was weird. No, okay, yeah, I see that. That that adds up. I was like Experiment different. six to six <laughs> Yeah, clear, and he's like you want a job the, no jobs here what, what fuck i can't do his voice yeah
0: he is it's i'm a... not i'm not an impressionist like you ross ow <laughs> many people wouldn't call me that either um, <laughs> i just try a lot um
1: well sucking at something is the first step to being really good at something quote jake the dog from adventure time
0: quote miyazaki probably <laughs> probably but, I, but, yeah wait so oh, so um, yeah so
1: so voice acting is really good I think it all around I really am a fan of um of um oh my god i'm forgetting her name again Lynn's voice actress uh I think she does a really good job and then yeah, I like I like I had susan no problems Egan. yeah susan Egan i I have no problems with the voice acting so I'd give it a I would give it a a 4.65 and the only reason I'd take that point that like part of a point off is because jihiro oversells it a little bit sometimes
0: mm-hmm. mm. i'm gonna give it a perfect five. Oh my god i don't give these a lot the only other time i've given a perfect five to acting was chicken run <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> i Run's mean also a good movie yeah oh we we very much liked it on the podcast uh but um i i didn't find any real problem like no one that I remember, like, really took me out of the movie Mm. with their performance. Like, I took myself out of it plenty of times because I was like, I'm hungry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I was (laughs) just writing dumb notes. (laughs) Poopy gloob, man. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I I think everybody did a great job. And, yeah, Chihiro uh, definitely is over the top, but it's also, like, little little kids are so over-emoting all Mm. the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I actually, I don't know if you've experienced this, like, thinking back of old memories, but, like, I have all these memories that play out almost like a Tennessee Tennessee Williams play. And I, I like, asked my mom to corroborate, like, hey, remember this time that you got really upset and stormed up the stairs? And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I had this weird memory that I that I lied to her about trying dinner and she got so upset that she, like, like threw herself up the stairs. And then she was like, I don't. I don't think I ever did that. That's dumb.
1: <laughs> That's just the mark of a storyteller destined child, over-dramatizing That's everything. Real. Well, my
0: brother and I—we were the kids that we would put on plays for my parents when they had guests over. Uh,
1: okay. you know
0: those cool kids? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I can't say I was one of those
1: kids, but like, respect.
0: Mm, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. They were very contrite. That's okay. Uh,
1: I, you know, I'm corny, corny AF. So mm-hmm. like, I appreciate stuff like that. Anyway. Yeah. What's the last one? Last one is comedy, Humor. right? Yeah.
0: So uh, and this this can always be a confusing category because um, you know, a lot some kids movies aren't inherently funny. Like this one is it's not really played as a comedy, but there definitely are comedic moments. Mm-hmm. So, just based off of the not overwhelming amount of comedy that's in mm-hmm. this movie, what do, what do you think of that?
1: So, wait, are we talking like the quality of the comedy or like Or, like, is this movie good because it has comedy?
0: Um, that's a good... I would say the quality of the comedy itself. Okay.
1: Then, in that case, I think... I think what you're saying about the voice acting st- stays true is like when there are comedic moments, it doesn't take you out of the story. So I think it serves the overall point of the movie really well. And that and really thinking, like, is
0: a testament to the acting as well. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Cause it's, it's subdued without a doubt. I know there's a lot of comedy with like the frog dudes who work in the bathhouse, getting like the extra bath tokens and the gold. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like little lines when they're dancing down the hallway, like here comes a stranger, give him, he'll give you money. And he's just like <laughs> dancing with the fans and he's just like it's i think that's hysterical um but it's like it's like little moments like that it's like when when Chihiro stomps the um the little black slug the oh, seal yeah. like that whole that whole scene where she's just kind of like dancing around like crazy is is pretty funny so i think the quality of the humor like i said it doesn't take you out of the story it's subdued and well placed so i'd give it a i would give it a um, I'd give it a 4.75 because it's not too prevalent. I think there might have been a way to play up on the comedy a little bit more than they do. Mm-hmm. But it's also high quality where it is.
0: Yeah, and definitely I agree that this isn't, this isn't meant to be like a, a funny movie. Like it's, it's a very kind of introspective, uh, kind of mind warping It's almost like Alice in Wonderland, but without just, like, really long, stupid songs about how silly somebody is. (laughs) That's fair. But I... So, I'm giving it a four. I'm taking an entire point off because... Brutal. Because I know that the frickin' vomit scene and, like, (laughs) the the tree spirit or whatever being, like, expelled of, like, the bicycle and all the stuff inside of it. I know that that was, like, supposed to be, like, a very goofy like, lighthearted thing. Because this movie gets so tense that you need just, like, some dumb, gross stuff. But, like, yeah. all just, like, the, the witch being covered in poop and stuff, it it upset me so much, and I hated it.
1: <laughs> well, just because you thought it was gross or because it was, like... I thought
0: it was gross, and I was like, come on. Like, Because I I loved all of the different little moments, like, with the frog people being like, blah, blah. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, whenever there's a fart joke or something, which I don't think this movie had, but like it's just the toilet humor i'm like there's like, a, there's like i get some, it it's yeah. like you want to put that in because it's it'll keep it'll get the kids kind of back aligned maybe but yeah it's so like, because ew, of that
1: gross. right exactly so like then two scenes later like the whole wall is covered in dragon blood and you're like oh whoa yeah that was gross. she's like that's a lot Leah, Le- Le- that's a lot of blood there's th- there's that actually like and i guess you'll appreciate this as someone who's a fine purveyor of the art of audio editing <laughs> um like the the sound effect when he he flies past the window like the paper door and the his blood splatters against the door it's so oh my god and like it sticks out in my head and i love it i geek out <laughs> and over i won't fall asleep party.
0: tonight as a result
1: Ugh. <laughs> That's gonna get you going for the next seventy-two hours. Oh God, um.
0: Josh, you have you haven't taken you haven't taken a nap. I don't need it. I have that blood sound effect. <laughs> woo! Um. Let's go serve <laughs> another round at Bar Redacted.
1: <laughs> oh my God, no, it was, it was like, maybe not. Don't put that woo in the podcast. That's um. okay. <laughs> um. If
0: you if you thought Sony executives were listening twenty minutes in. There not, not no anymore. one that works for you, that works with you is listening an hour and seventeen minutes in. That's hysterical. So crunching the numbers, yeah, uh, that gives it a four three four.
1: Four point. All right.
0: That's a that's a very average? good score, above average. Because I guess, oh, the, like I
1: mean, the four point three four average over. Yes. Everything. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: So the score overall, based on those four categories, and your and my respective scores. Sweet. So that that puts Spirited Away. Just a tiny bit below Moana. Nice. And uh, Moana was a great movie. Yeah, so right I behind no Moana, and that. then very close to The Incredibles as well.
1: Incredibles is above or below?
0: Is above. So so far, yeah. The Incredibles is still the highest ranked movie at uh four point five one. That is fair. Yeah, I'm still looking to get more lowly rated movies. Like so far, we haven't gotten any lower than Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Which I'm okay with.
1: What's right below Spirited Away?
0: Um, right below Spirited Away, we have, uh, which one's this? Labyrinth.
1: Oh, man. Labyrinth.
0: Or, sorry, right below a Spirited Away is Chicken Run and then Labyrinth. So, okay. so, Spirited Away is between Chicken Run and Moana.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. As long as it's not ordering Labyrinth. I'm not a Labyrinth fan. Hot oh, take. Hot I, take. I'm very hot really take.
0: I, I very much enjoyed that movie. Because I had never seen it. I was like, oh, this is a grittier uh, Jim Henson joint.
1: True, true, true. That's fair. But like, God love David Bowie. I somehow, I just, I thought, I thought, I thought the 80s was way cranked up higher than it needed to be.
0: Yeah. Well, there was definitely the, par- the weird part with the dance party when uh, yeah. the girl gets drugged out super weird that that super weird that definitely affected my score a lot i was like that was weird i didn't like it it's kind of rapey a little bit but then she falls through a window and it's all good but anyway uh (laughs) so josh any any final thoughts on uh spirited away or miyazaki as a whole
1: um overall like you know it's kind of hard to deny that he deserves the legend status that he's been given i would encourage anyone who's listened to the podcast this far to actually like go watch go watch as many studio Ghibli movies as you can there, even, especially even, Ponyo Especially Ponyo <laughs> Panyo loves ham. Even Ponyo is, um, is, is still a really good movie, even though I have a lot of problems with it, especially visually. And you know, coming from studying animation and 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 entering that field, like I, I have a super biased appreciation for it because, like, having done all of ha- having having done the process of animating, like the work that goes into it is just mm-hmm. beyond. Some I, I want to i want as many people to know about that as possible so like to be able to pull off films like they have is just it's just mind-blowing that it, they've been able to make such incredible films like to that degree you know especially like i said if someone's not as familiar with animation and the animation process or any of the studio ghibli works like please treat treat yourself
0: treat yourself
1: that's, that's a good note to end the podcast yeah. on. Yeah, gosh,
0: thank you so much for coming on. It is my pleasure. It's been a tree. I love talking animation with you just because your, your little eyes spark <laughs> up. Uh, but yeah, so uh, is there anything that you would like to plug or div- direct our listeners to of yours? Um, of mine? Yeah, like oh. if you you if you, if you want to plug your social media or oh, a project thought. that you
1: worked on. Um, well, I mean, definitely, I I am very proud of working on BoJack. Has been incredible. Season four drops September eighth. Um, it'll all be on Netflix, and uh, my Instagram is where I put all my art stuff, and it's just um, my name, Joshua
0: underscore McMaster. That's beautiful. Like, like and follow. Like and follow, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Mister Wiseman, M I S T E R W E I S M A N, and also. If you like this podcast, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and email us at gmail.com at KidFlixPod. We want to hear from you. If you have any suggestions, if you hate this podcast, <laughs> tell us. Just don't include that in your iTunes rating, because we <laughs> need those ratings. But uh, thank you so much for listening. We will see you, hear you next week. So... Uh, no, you won't. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> go, go, gadget, and show.